Hi there, I'm Becky Hammond, host of the Isogo TV podcast and blog and podcast over at isogostrong.com. Welcome to episode 130. You know, we gather here together on this podcast to fixate on strength in our families and on our teams. Because we know that when we start asking, not what's wrong with all these people, but what's right with these people, we can make relationships easier in our families and on our teams. Today, this is the second of five episodes where Marie Guest and I are walking through as your virtual coaches, the success map for 2021. Last week, we talked about the growth mindset and the foundation that's so important as you are setting a vision, casting a vision, a picture of what you want 2021 to look like. And today, we're gonna to be talking about page one and page two of that success map. That's a free PDF download that you can get over on leaderswhogiveadam.com slash success map 2021. And in there, we're going to be reflecting on 2020. Now, don't run away. 2020 was a year to remember. But as we talked about last week, you know, there's not just like a magic switch that flips when all of a sudden 2020 turned into 2021. So as, uh, as a leader, looking back to look forward is what's going to help mark your success. So we will be chatting about that and, uh, and explaining the first couple pages of the success map over this next conversation. So I look forward to diving in with you. Hello, Becky. It's so great to be catching up with you again and talking about planning for 2021 and setting our goals. But before we get there, uh, we want to reflect on 2020 and the year that has been and building on our previous conversation about our mindset and having that growth mm. mindset. So looking forward to this chat with you today. When you think about 2020, and I know you've been mm -hmm. asking people this and you've been asking people in the Leaders Who Give a Damn group, what yep. two words come to mind when you think about 2020 for you? Oh, man. Uh, I didn't prepare for this, but I'm just going to give you words that I feel maybe aren't the most common word for 2020. We feel energized and refreshed. Mm. So uh, in my business and in my home life, this year has been, it's been jolting. Like we were a family who had bags packed, house packed up, ready to take a new job that yep. got indefinitely postponed in March. So I can't say that we haven't been affected, but I can say that it has mattered. I mean, it has mattered what we're talking about last week about growth mindset. I felt a little bit proud looking back on our year going, okay, yeah, I think we, I think we had approached this year with a growth mindset of like, okay, we're not moving to DC. Where are we going to live now? <laughs> um, I, just, I, I want to jump in and say it was so inspiring how you and your <laughs> husband and the whole family responded to that. That was such a, honestly, such a great example of a growth mindset. When that mm -hmm. happened, okay, that's out of our control, but what can we do? How do we pivot right now? That was yes. so amazing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I mean, there was a huge amount of overwhelm, even as I'm figuring out how to continue to pivot my business when we were temporarily then in Arizona in a cabin in the woods. And then when we again switched to temporarily living in, the DC, in Washington, D.C., where we are now, 
Um, so there was some stress. I can't, I don't want it to feel like just because I feel energized and refreshed, those are my words, that there wasn't some serious questioning mm. of what, what are we doing? And, you know, should I even be doing X, Y, Z in my business? Or should I, you know, just all the doubts that come with that uncertainty. Um, so that was all there, but I feel like we've, we're coming out, we're coming out on the other side and I can look back and say, there we go. We're refreshed and energized. So how about you? What are your two words? Uh, well, I've, I have been pondering this one a little bit because it's such a great question that you've been putting out there. So thank you for getting me to think about it. <laughs> I, in this moment, am thinking about perspective mm. and focused. Mm. And perspective, I think through 2020, a renewed perspective about what's important, about perspective on uh, gratitude for family, for my mm. clients, for the work that I do, uh, renewed perspective around what's important in life, you know, with all that's been happening. So I've just got a, a new perspective, I think. And I would say focus because I, I'm not good at focus. I, <laughs> I know that I'm good at moving from things and mm. I know I, I know I don't multitask, but I move chop and change from different things. And I know I could mm. do that better. And I think through this year, I've learned and have been forced at times to be, okay, I need mm. to be focused on this and then be focused on that. And that's helped me, to be honest. It's been really good. Uh, I feel very grateful. I've got joy. I'm, I'm actually mm. energized about next year. But th those two words really stand out for me. But I'd love to squeeze in one more if that's okay. <laughs> that's against the rules. And I'm kind of a rule <laughs> follower. No, just kidding. Yes, yes, please do. I would love that. <laughs> well, th this is one I think which leads into what we're going to talk about today. And the word that's coming to mind is boundaries. I feel mm. like 2020 has had lots of examples around boundaries where uh, with leaders, there's the impact of, well, what do I expect from my people working from home? Uh, with these new flexible working conditions. Uh, when can I call on you? When can you have some boundaries around when you're working, not working, when you're with mm. your family or whatever that is? And I've been thinking about how boundaries have been even stretched sometimes around yeah. some of the requirements from the government that have, you know, for managing COVID and everything else, but boundaries and just, you know, we're going to talk about um, in the next conversation about clarity and goals mm. and how important clarity is. And I can see there's some links there around when we're clear on those boundaries, it really helps us. So yeah, that, that's coming up for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and those boundaries, like you said, they've been stretched. And so as a group or as an individual, yeah, it's an opportunity to kind of reflect, like, do, do I need to create different boundaries? Is it okay mm. that my boundaries have kind of have stretched out? Is it, you know, going to come back in together or, um, or is it, am I okay with the way that things have been stretched and I'm okay going forward like that? So, yeah. And I think people have different boundaries, don't they? Different levels of, um, what level of, um, uh, flexibility they want or don't want, or they need mm. and don't need are very different between different people. It's that individualization of leadership that we've yeah. talked about before mm -hmm. and people understanding that, but, um, I think if for everyone, as part of this reflection process and review, what words come to mind for you when you think about the year of 2020 that has been and, and jotting those down as part of this review process we're about to take you through. If you haven't downloaded the success map yet, uh, you can do so at leaders who give a damn .com. 
um, there is a forward slash success map 2021 or just go to the website and there's a link there on the homepage. You can grab it there. Um, we're going to go through pages one and two of that success map in this conversation and pages mm -hmm. one and two of that success map are all about the review. And right, that, that reflection, reflection piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that reflection of 2020. Um, I love when we're talking recently, Becky, you mentioned a quote from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, Tolkien writes, his grief he will not forget, but it will not darken his heart. It will teach him wisdom. And we mm. talked a little bit last in last conversation about how there has been some, there has been hard things. I don't want to say there have been some hard things, but, but no, it, there have been huge challenges um, for you, for me, um, for leaders out there, for, for whole entire industries um, and for families. And we don't want to rose color paint this yet. We also want to make sure that we don't let it darken us, that we don't say 2020 is, I'm so glad it's gone, it's in the pits, let's just move on, but rather let it bring us wisdom and not darkness, even, yeah. even in that hardship. Uh, and I think I mentioned this quote in uh, the Leaders Who Give a Damn program. Uh, there's so many quotes that we like to share. <laughs> this one that is from uh, a guy I used to work with, Eric, Napier and I just love this quote and it is just simply the past is a place of reference not residence mm. which I think links beautifully to what you're saying yes we won't don't need to forget things uh, and we can reference those things and we can leverage those events and times and experiences to help us learn from those moving forward yeah. but we don't need to sit back there it's not yeah. that place of residence yeah yeah take don't we don't need to take up our we don't need to take our comfy blanket there and move in, we just, we just need to <laughs> reflect and then move on, yeah. Yeah, and my hope as we step through this process is for everybody, uh, whether they are a leader right now or mm. uh, they're going through this, um, this series with us and thinking about the review process, uh, just to help them set for success in 2021. And yeah. I think what's important is taking this time out to reflect, to review, identify those lessons and learnings and then start to look at ways to apply that and set some goals for this coming years for success because we don't know what the year is going to look like but the clearer we are on those goals the more likely it is to achieve those yeah yeah cool so let's reflect let's um so the first two pages of the success map uh, that murray has used with leaders in the past and that he has graciously um let us um, adapt for leaders who give a damn. The first two are about the review of the year. So uh, there's two different columns you'll see there. Things that are these things were jiving. These are things I'm proud of. And then the other side were like, Ugh, these were challenges. These are frustrations. Um, and I'm sure, hopefully you can find a lot for both columns. Um, <laughs> and we're, we can chat through some of those and what that has meant for us. And then page two is really just boiling that down. Okay, so then based on some of that heavy reflection work that you do on page one, um, what are your three biggest lessons and what's the so what? Why does that matter? And um, what what are you what part of that reflection are you gonna take forward with you to use as wisdom, mm -hmm. as Tolkien would say, into the next year? So yeah. that's, those, those are those two pages that we're talking about right now. 
Yeah, and um, I've loved the impact it's made with leaders in the past going through this process uh, mm. where they have identified, as we've just so beautifully um, gone through, Becky, what's worked well and what didn't work as well. Mm. And for some people listening right now, you might find it's easy for you to identify which didn't work well. You know, you're good at, you know, the maybe being a bit more critical and a mm. bit more negative or a bit more hard on yourself. Um, so just be mindful of, of balancing yeah. that out with, okay, all of the good things, all the things that did go well when you were in a, um, a, a real productive state. And yeah. for the other people, if you're in that sort of mindset where you're very easy, easily able to identify all the good things, make sure you take the time to go through the questions on the other side as well. Becky, I'd love for you to share when you look at the questions on page one, is there any answers to any of these questions you'd love to share from a personal perspective for you thinking about your 2020? Yeah. You know, when I review these questions, the one that stood out the most for me, so I definitely lean towards the what worked well side. If you're Uh going to say there's two ways of leaning, I learned towards the what worked well I have in the Clifton Strength Landers, I have a, a strength called connectedness. And that just kind of yearns me to see that there is learning in everything and so that everything's kind of meant to be. So even these things that other people might say, whoa, that was horrible. It just doesn't occur to me to, that it was as horrible as maybe it gotcha. might seem on the surface. Is positivity um, and, up there for you as well? No. no No, it's not actually I don't know exactly where it is I think it's towards the bottom um so when did I apply my strengths and talents that's one of the questions that that really stood out to me um because we were talking about this a little bit earlier which is you know Don Clifton the father of strengths-based psychology one of his main guiding questions was what if we change the question we ask and we say what is right instead of what is wrong. Hmm. Um, and I, I think, you know, as you were saying that we could do this, not just with ourselves, but with our entire year, we can look at, you know, what, look, we want to know what didn't go well, but what would happen if we focus on what did go well and how we learn that and bring that into the future. So when I think about how I applied my talents and strengths, so what went right this year, um, I feel like I was able to use, um, let's say, kind of, my ability, my drive, stamina, ability to create efficiency, and my yep. desire for meaningful connection to um, create the podcast series about strengths in crisis. Um, this was probably one of the most meaningful series that I have done, not just for myself, but for the uh, the people who have mm-hmm. reflected back about how it felt like, okay, maybe I'm not alone in in this journey and in this struggle. Maybe I'm not the only one with a jaw-dropping story. Maybe I'm not the only one who's just trying to figure it out. Um, And so that felt like an amazing application of my strengths. Um, And then I also have a a strength that's called belief in Clifton Strengths Language. And the space that this year has created for family has been, has just Mm -hmm. fed my soul. And so, Um, those are two ways that I look back at this year and say, yes, I was applying my strengths, even though we have been in flux for 10 out of the last 12 months, even from a residential perspective, we've been together. And so, um, that feels like leaning on my strengths and success. Yeah. I, I, can I 
as a someone that admires what you do as a, as a coach, as a facilitator, and as a mum, and as a uh, wife, um, all those different hats that you wear, I I see in you this. Um, okay, this is the situation, but we're going to make it work. There's that belief mm-hmm. is coming through, that belief in your high achiever of okay this is a situation, but I know we're going to make it work and here's what we're going to do. And we're going to have fun while we do it as well. <laughs> we gotta, we just gotta. <laughs> yeah. uh, cool. I think I lean a bit more on the other side. There's my default of, oh, I could have done that better or I could have mm-hmm. um, been better in that situation or I could have said something a bit clearer or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very mindful of that. I also do take the time out for the other side and um, I'm just going to quickly say, though, when I think about what didn't work, and this is something which is something I'm still getting better at all the time, so I'm still focusing on Becky, and I'm sure a lot of people can connect with this. I, I know in my moments of stress in 2020, I didn't show up as good as I could for those mm. around me that I love. Mm. And those moments of feeling busy or overwhelmed or my agenda was full or my to-do list was full, and then forgetting the reasons I do the things I do for the people that mm. I love and then not showing up as good as I could. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's the bit of a information that I just want to quickly share. Uh, so there was a survey that you and I were talking about the other day, mm-hmm. uh, the Oracle Workplace Intelligence Survey, 12,000 employees they mm. um, surveyed, 11 countries, and 78% of the respondents for this survey said the pandemic has negatively affected their mental health. Wow. Which did honestly such a large amount, but doesn't surprise me. Right. And I think about that statistic, I think about myself and the people I've been working with and how important this conversation with ourselves and others is around our mental health and our well-being because I know for myself as I was saying when I've been getting stressed and overwhelmed and thinking about all that's going on then I'm not showing up the best I can for those around me that I love so yeah um, so I'd be writing that down in my review about how I can do that better going forward and that's one of those lessons I'm taking forward and as leaders it's something that we need to be mindful of around you know 78 percent that's nearly eight in ten people have had that negative impact on their mental health. Yeah. Yeah. And what that really means. And I, I think we're, I'm taking us a little bit off topic, but I just hardly can help it is that we are as leaders walking around with people who aren't a hundred percent. Well, uh, that we, people have felt they're in yeah. some way, there's a stressor in their life or in their psyche or in their physical body that just is, makes them not be a hundred percent. Well, um, and so the impact of that, not only on our reflection of the year, but also our planning for the future as mm-hmm. leaders, we got to know like people, people are feeling stressed still to this day, yeah. right? Like, yeah. like we talked about in the last, our last conversation, there's no magic 2021 switch that's going to make everything all starry eyed again. Um, and so as leaders, how can we even include, include this into our reflection of last year and to go and going into this year you mentioned earlier our conversations we had back mid 2020 the Mm. leadership lessons through lockdown and one of the ones that really stands out to me right now 
is that conversation about grace and kindness and mm. how important that is from a leadership perspective and how bringing that grace, that kindness in a leadership approach for those people that you are leading, you are influencing, that you care for. Um, so if you haven't listened to that, please, I invite you to go back and check it, those out in um, the Leaders Who Give a Damn series because it's just such a great reminder around, like you're saying, Becky, with that stress everyone's still feeling right now, that we consider that how can we show up with more kindness for those people that we are leading as well. Um, but in that review, I've, I'm going to flick to the other side, then I would like to hear one from you as well. So for me, I'd also say what has worked well is, I'm going to use that word which has been used a billion times in 2020. I did pivot this year. <laughs> I've, I've pivoted to online. Um, and to be really honest, I've, that was one of those um, aha moments where I thought, you know what, maybe I should listen to my wife. <laughs> for the last however many years <laughs> no <laughs> pandemic <laughs> yeah so and when we we get a a, a driver for change we'll make the change and Great. for the last few years tammy's been saying to me hey why don't you do things online i like facilitating working with people face to face uh, when covid hit i did need to pivot online and i've ran mm -hmm. over 100 online sessions this year which has been fantastic Amazing. Uh, which i've enjoyed i've really enjoyed um, so I say that's worked really well, that opportunity to pivot and to do that, because that's given me some flexibility around um, how I'm spending my time when I'm not um, facilitating less travel, to be honest. Um, so that's mm -hmm. been really good. So I've really enjoyed that. Um, Becky, for you, any other reflections on 2020? Um, you know, I think I feel like maybe this could go in both categories or it straddles is mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. seen where we just need to celebrate, we need to celebrate. And so yeah. I think that comes up on the, on the didn't do so well side of, did we just, did we pause? Did we, did we pause long enough to celebrate the things that are happening? Even if we, the things that originally weren't awesome things, but they turned into something awesome. Like we realized one day we woke up and we're like, wow, we spent more time together as a family than we ever have. Or wow, our baby daughter who's one years old goes to daddy before she goes to mama, you know, like that's huge. That's a yeah. huge um, little, okay. It's a huge, tiny, teeny, tiny little thing that feels like it, it deserves a huge celebration in our minds, at least a pause. Um, and so sometimes we did that and sometimes we didn't. And so I, I'm cognizant, cognitive, cognizant, that's the word yeah. Yeah. of the fact that um, that's not something I'm great at of pausing. I like to just be like, oh, there's a problem. I can figure out how to make it unturn into a problem. I can see how, ooh, there's so many great things about this. The, oh, we can make this so much better. Um, and I think that would be one of my lessons for the year um, is what does it look like to pause to celebrate a little bit more in the coming year? So I think, does that take us into the, the second page? The three biggest I lessons? I think it does. <laughs> I, I just want to share something with everyone right now though. And um and that is, this is the power in these conversations and doing the review because mm. we hadn't talked about this. And okay. as you're saying that, I'm getting that awareness for myself going, I could do that better as well. Like where mm. have I celebrated or recognized the little things and where just in my busyness, I haven't done that. I mean, I'm big on doing reviews and, and reflecting, but celebrating, yeah, I could do more of that definitely. Mm. Thank, thank you. Yeah, I'm awesome. just... 
I've got to write that one down and add that to my <laughs> review as well. Uh, uh, cool. I, on the review side, and just as we, before we skip through into page two, um, people might be thinking, you know, oh, I don't have time for the review. I don't, mm. you know, I've got to get on. I've got my busyness. Mm -hmm. I've got, got to get into 2021, you know, or whatever it might be. Uh, again, and we mentioned this a little bit in our last conversation, uh, think about, you know, those high performance people. Um, I had a conversation a few years ago with Rob Field from Top Gun. So he was cool. a Top Gun boss and a Blue Angels boss. For those that don't know That's Blue right. Angels uh, for the US Navy this, um, demonstration group. And one of the key things that stands out for me in the conversation with Rob, he talks about that every debrief session they have after one of their practices goes for twice as long as what they were doing out in the, on the mm, airfield. Interesting. Yeah, so they might be flying, doing formations for a show for an hour. Their debrief straight after will go for two hours, at mm. least, he said, at least. And the reasons they do that is how can we make it better? How can we make it safer? How can we make it more efficient? And this robust process helps them improve and, and perform at the most highest level. Hmm. Um, so I just hope that gives everyone some inspiration about the power in doing this process as well. Cool. Yeah. Like it's worth the time, even, yeah. even when we're busy. And as we, as we, you and I are essentially doing this as we talk and, you know, whatever this conversation, that's the length of this conversation ends up being potentially could be just as much time as it takes. It doesn't have to be, uh, a month long project or mm. taking a day out to think about it it can be done in little increments over over time yeah and um and can be done while you're doing some jobs around the house or going for a walk or a jog or to the gym right. or whatever it is that you like to do as well um what we invite you to do after you do that reflective process going through some of those questions to prompt you on page one you then move to page two and the aim here is to pull out those three biggest lessons when you think about at your best and you're getting to use your strengths and talents or maybe uh, when you weren't showing up at your best or you could have done things better, whatever comes to mind, you then distill those down into those three biggest lessons and what they might be for you. And um, I've actually done a bit of homework here, Becky. I know, I, I'm aware of how well you can do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> so my, Responsibility. Yes, I do have responsibility. Um, but I've been thinking about this quite a bit uh, and my three biggest lessons just to share and hopefully um, get people thinking about this is my everyday health, just how important mm. that's been for me this year, whether that's making sure I drink enough water, that I take some supplements that I like, that I know I need to take that um, I'm stretching every day, that I'm being grateful every day, all of those things. So everyday health. Um, flexibility is key, not just flexibility in my 50-year-old body. <laughs> I was going to say, you mean like all the stretching you're doing? Wow, <laughs> this is a big emphasis. <laughs> not, not just that, but flexibility in life and how important that is. So we need to have that structure, but be flexible. Like you've talked about with your family and uh, even in the, in the past, our conversations with leaders we work with, just that flexibility is so important. And the last one is that individualization, that everyone's situation is different, that we just mm. can't assume that person A, B, C, D, E, F has the same situation. Everyone's situation okay. is slightly different and embracing that and being mindful of that is so important. 
Cool. I love it. I love how you can see your three words. You're, we're supposed to be two, but three words. Um, throughout that, as well as some of your reflections on things that went well and didn't go as well, that kind of can be summarized into these three bigger lessons. So what do you, what do you think is the so what aspect of this? Uh, when you've done this with leaders, what do they put in that box? The so what? <laughs> Yeah, so if you think it's a continuation of the distilling from the the reflective piece to the three lessons to now what's the one, so what, what's mm. the big insight? Uh, and so for some people, it's been around better planning. For some, okay. it has been about how they're showing up. For some, it's about improving that home and work balance to be uh, more present and, and to be at mm. the best for those around them that they love and care for. Um so there's been a range uh, for different people. Uh, some it has been around also prioritizing some of their own um, their own self care and mm. they're actually their own development. Um, for me, I, it's actually I'm going to say my own health is just something really important. So whether that's my physical, mental, emotional health, I'd say that's the so what because what I know is. If I'm looking after that, then I can be at my best for my family, for myself and for my clients and for working with wonderful people like you, Becky, if <laughs> that's my so what. So don't let that slip. That's got to yeah. be, that. that's my so what from 2020. Yeah. And again, you can link it back to every one of those things that you were talking about, even yeah. boundaries, even, even this new, oh, maybe I should celebrate more revelation, yes. right? Of like, if, I, if you're, if you are well, then you're going to be able to have more time to pause or you're going to think about, oh, wow, yeah, we did accomplish something or this is a good mm. thing. So I love it. I love it. And then there's a little place there to capture your words for 2020. So these might be words that you had already designated or just like we talked about at the beginning of this conversation, maybe they're words that are reflective of what was it like and how am I feeling like I'm coming into uh, 2021. And towards the end of these episodes, we're going to talk about what does it look like to establish a word for the year for 2021? And what's the power? What's the power in that? So um, I think it, it all kind of, it all kind of fits together. So stay tuned um, as we keep working through this success map together. Yeah, um, Becky, I know some people have already got a word for 2020 that they can reflect on. Others might find some words or themes that come out through this reflective piece, but you're exactly right. In I think three conversations, we're going to talk about the power of identifying a word or two that can help ground you, can help guide you for 2021. I'm having conversations with people right now trying to work through and identify what the words are for them or myself. Mm. And I'll say, I haven't worked out mine for 2021 yet, but hopefully through these conversations, that'll come to me. So yeah, really looking Maybe forward we'll to sharing there. that with everybody. Cool. And as we mentioned at the beginning of this conversation, you can get the success map at leaderswhogiveadam.com slash success map 2021, or go to com, And there's a resources tab there where you can find not only this, but also the are, are you a leader who gives a damn quiz, as well as um, an infographic that talks about nine beha 90 behaviors of leaders mm. who give a damn. That's been sourced from um, dozens of real leaders, real followers. And um, so there's a few resources, free resources for, resources for you there. And as always, a lot of the things that we're talking about today are, are aspects and elements of leadership that we go dive deeply in on in our program. Uh, the Leaders Who Give a Damn program. 
Um, that's an online virtual course that you can walk through at your own pace and um, hits on seven essential elements of leaders and um, gives you action items and ways to put that into practice um, and just kind of and gives you a deep dive right there um, right there with us as your virtual coaches. So um, we will be excited for you to join us on any one of those um, escapades <laughs> and <laughs> continuing to follow along on this success map as we get this going here at the beginning of 2021. Yep. So Becky, thanks again for your time. Thanks for your, your sharing your, your journey and, and some of uh, your reflective pieces for 2020. Look forward to our next chat around goal clarity. And can I just say anyone that's going along with this as they're doing this review, if you're getting some insights or you're getting mm. some uh, aha moments through your own reflective, please share them on social media and tag Becky and myself. I'd love to know how this process is helping you. So see you in our next conversation shortly. All right. See you then. Bye. Okay. So you do have to think about your year that was 2020 in order to do this reflection from the first part of the success map. And I know you can do it. I know there were some really, really hard times. And I also know that you as a leader could find some really great things that you want to carry in to 2021, that you want to that things that you learned, that you took away as lessons that can launch you into success for 2021. So uh, if now is the time to go do that work. <laughs> to, uh, to uh, if you don't have the PDF already, you can download that from leaderswhogiveadam.com slash success map 2021, or you can just go straight directly over to the website there and there is a resources tab that you can, where you can find that website, that resource as well. So uh, I'm excited to be able to walk along with you as your virtual coach in this process. And speaking of virtual coach, here at eSogo, we have a Strengths Startup Virtual Coach Program. And if you are interested in learning a little bit more about your top five strengths, or if you're just curious and want to start off 2021 with, a, with that growth mindset that we talked about last week, what better way than to dive in with somebody else and look at the things that are right about you, the things that are strongest about you. And you can do that through Strength Startup. It's a six-week email coaching series where you and I get to engage about each of your top five strengths. So if you want to check that out, you can go over to isogostrong.com slash strengthstartup and be sure to use this discount code. It's virtualcoach5. So that's virtualcoach5 all capitals, and the number numeral five, and you'll get $5 off the Strength Startup e-coaching series. I hope that you and I get to dive more into your strengths together. You know, I am grateful for you joining us in this community, this Isogo Strengths community, because we know that when we can fixate on strength, when we can ask what's right with each other, we can make relationships easier. The world needs your strengths. So learn them, love them, and live them. Until next time on Isogo TV.